Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well, losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash I do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real. Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep free trial and a 10-year warranty. So you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do for an exclusive 35% off because every mom deserves a good night's sleep. And with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. What's going on? Thank you for tuning in to today's show. Yes, thank you. Today's show, we interview Neil Wilkie. 
And Neil is a relationship expert and psychotherapist. And after three failed attempts of traditional relationship counseling during an earlier marriage, he saw the need for more focused and supportive counseling. And so he created the relationship paradigm. And this approach, a proven approach, really helps couples reconnect who have drifted apart. And so today we talk with Neil about how to make sure your relationship outlasts the honeymoon phase. So whether you're seeking a relationship in one and past the honeymoon phase or in the honeymoon phase, there is a ton of value in today's show. And Neil breaks it down with these six things to think about in the relationship. And I really enjoyed how he sort of compartmentalized these different areas of a relationship and allow us to think about them individually and focus on each of them, um, each of them being important and connected to the other. So we'll let you listen to the show to get those six great areas to focus on. And no matter what stage your relationship is, you're going to find a lot of great information in today's show. And if you guys have not signed up for our 14-day happy couple challenge, you can go to our website, idpodcast.com. It's up at the top called 14-day challenge. And for two weeks, we send you daily doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And it's free. So check it out. We've had a lot of great feedback and uh, it's a great exercise for you and your partner to do, especially in the beginning of the year. Enjoy today's show. Before we jump into today's interview, we want to tell you about our online course, Spark My Relationship. Do you guys want to create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner in less than 90 days? Yes. Sign me up. (laughs) Then you guys need to check out our online course, Spark My Relationship. It is an online course, like I mentioned, that we created with over 15 therapists and psychologists to bring you guys the strategies marriage therapists teach their clients. We talk about it on the show. Relationships take work. Sometimes they function pretty easily and you coast along, but we've found the reality is, is you have to do work sometimes and to make them better, to change them so that they're more satisfying for both partners. And you've made it here. You've made it to listening to our show. So you guys probably already know that a little bit, but what you might not know are the specific tools and exercises that you need to create those lasting and positive improvements in your relationship. And like Chase said, change does not happen on its own. It takes hard work. And that's why we created the course. Spark My Relationship is designed to infuse your life and relationship with fresh passion, skills, and wisdom. And it's a self-paced journey that's perfect for turning up the heat, having some fun together, and revolutionizing your intimacy and communication. And just some tools and strategies that the course includes is to how to eliminate unhelpful old habits, develop mindful awareness to help improve your stress management, learn healthy and successful communication tools, create a deeper and more intimate bond, and strengthen your couple microculture, which you will find out what that is. 
uh, in the future together. So for our listeners only, we're offering a special of $100 off the course. Visit sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock to unlock your discount. And there is a 30-day money-back guarantee. So there really is no reason to not give it a try. So go to sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock for $100 off. Neil, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Hi, Chase. Hi, Sarah. It's lovely to join you. Today, we're going to talk about how to ensure your relationship outlasts the honeymoon stage. So we thought a great place to start would be having you tell us and our listeners what the honeymoon stage is. Okay. The, the, the honeymoon stage is that magical time when, when you're both in love where it's as if the rest of the world doesn't really exist. It's just the two of you with that wonderful sense of love and connection. And yeah, it's a great place to be. But the reality is it doesn't last forever. And, you know, I've worked with hundreds of couples and they got through the honeymoon phase to a less happy place. And relationships are actually hard work. They're the best thing on earth, I believe. But to keep them growing and thriving takes a real investment of time and energy. And if we just expect the honeymoon phase to magically last for the rest of our lives, we're going to get disappointed. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of chemicals going on in our brains. It's a nice drug cocktail. And then mm. those chemicals wear off and we're faced with reality. Do you want to talk a little bit about the, the physiology that's going on? I always think that's interesting. Mm. And the two main hormones flowing around are dopamine and uh, and endorphins. But um, yeah, those those are short lasting hormones which which do wear off, and the body can't just keep um, can't keep producing them unless something is causing them to be created all over again. So they are there to give us nice feelings. They are there to help us connect. But we need to work on creating different situations to to allow us to feel good and for those hormones to continue to be produced. Well, let's dive in. And can you give us a few ways that couples can continue to connect so that they stay, what am I thinking of? Strong. (laughs) Stay strong, stay, yeah, throughout the relationship past the honeymoon stage. Yeah, absolutely. The first is to to have the commitment to actually invest in the relationship and not expect it to magically keep in the good place. So I, in all the work I've done, in the book I, I wrote last year on the relationship paradigm, I believe the six key elements to a relationship. So there's communication, connection, commitment, fun, growth, and trust. And each of those six elements needs needs to be worked on. So the first is about communication. It's about not just what is said, but the way in which it's said, so that it is received in the right way by the other person, and that you feel listened to. And often in relationships, the communication starts to go adrift, and couples often get caught in the cycle of just talking about stuff and the resentments will get buried 
and they'll start complaining about you left your socks on the floor or wet towels on the bathroom. And those complaints can be quite toxic. But what's really needed is communicate about how you feel and to make sure your partner is able to talk about how they feel and to spend the time to create those occasions where the, where you can have real real communication about the really important things. So one, one suggestion I make to couples is once a week they should set aside an hour where they can talk about effectively the state of the union. These are the three good things which I've noticed in the last week. And this is one thing about our relationship which we need to work on. What can we do in the next week to improve on that? And unless you have those conversations, um, often you avoid talking about the really important stuff. So communication is the first area, I think, which couples need to work on to keep the honeymoon in place. The second area is about connection. And connection can be a whole range of things, from just a look or a touch or a word, all the way to swinging from the chandeliers, having wild sex. But to keep that connection going with a couple is essential. And again, that's something which couples start to drift apart. They start to forget to connect with each other. And little rituals like, you know, if you're able to get out to work, make sure that when you part in the morning, you have a moment of intimacy where it's as if the world has stopped and nothing else matters. Just a few seconds with a a real hug or a kiss or some mean, meaningful words can make a whole difference to how you both feel during the day. And again, when you come back together in the evening, just set aside a few seconds to create another moment of intimacy where you reconnect with each other. That's communication and connection. The third key element, I think, is about commitment. And commitment is showing that you both are working on the relationship, showing that the relationship is actually your real priority. Even when life takes over and uh, work, problems, children, families creep in, you need to keep the relationship between the two of you real front of centre. And you both need to demonstrate this relationship is really important to me. It's really important to you. Let's Let's work on it. Let's keep it thriving and growing because otherwise just like a plant which is not uh, watered or fed it's just going to wither away the fourth element is is fun and you know couples who've just met couples in their honeymoon phase are often wonderful at having fun but that again can start to drift away and life gets a bit serious and you know Pretty much every couple I've ever worked with, I, I ask the question, when did the two of you last have fun together? And most of the time, I just get a sort of embarrassed look at their feet and them looking puzzled. And the answer is often, I can't remember when we last had fun together. And that, that I think, is tragic because fun is essential in life. Fun is essential in a relationship to keep it thriving. So it's important to unleash the child within and go and splash in some puddles, go and do something crazy and silly so you laugh out loud. 
because that really is going to be a great investment in the relationship. The fifth element is about growth. And if a relationship doesn't grow, if an in, each individual in the relationship doesn't grow, then the relationship is going to wither. And often people think that they need to invest everything in their relationship, but they also need to invest in themselves and make sure they are growing in the same way. Because otherwise, if they're not growing, the relationship becomes a prison, really. So that's the fifth element. Um, and the sixth element is, is about trust. I mean, trust trust is assumed, and trust only starts to get questioned when something happens which upsets the equality, the situation of the relationship. And it's important that if anything happens which makes one of the couples question trust in the relationship, that they're able to deal with it straight away because otherwise it can just fester and grow. And that makes the whole relationship become on very unstable footing and it can start to dissipate. And often the reasons for mistrust are not actually true. So those are the six elements that I believe couples need to work on to get through the honeymoon phase and keep the relationship growing. So communication, connection, commitment, fun, growth, and trust. But also in a relationship, they need to realize there's three, three parts within it. There's you, there's me, and there's the us. And they need to make sure that all of those are looked after, because otherwise it can become an unhealthy relationship. And each individual needs to needs to be on a strong foundation for the relationship to also be on a strong foundation. Well, thank you, Neil, for going over all those six elements. And as you were talking about each individual one, I couldn't help but think how connected they all are in a sense that if you don't have commitment, it would be really hard to grow within your relationship. And if you don't have good communication, it would be hard to really trust somebody. So as separate as they are, it's almost that they they all have to work well together for everything to come together to have a, a great lasting relationship. Absolutely. They, they are all fundamental parts of the, of the relationship. And if, if one is lacking, then I, I don't think the relationship is going to be a sound one. Neil, I want to touch on, you said, during communication, uh, having a state of the union, and that's something we've mentioned in various forms and our guests have mentioned, uh, the check-ins. So it's super valuable and, and our listeners may remember this, they may be using this. But what I like that you said is that to start with three good things about the relationship and, and then what to work on after that. I think that's such a important caveat that the check-in is not just like, here are all the negative things that are going on. And mm -hmm. it could just feel, yeah, of course, that just feels negative. It feels like everything's bad. So starting those by focusing on the positive, uh, I just really wanted to emphasize that as being an important part of the check-in. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great point, Chase, because if the check-in is just about complaints and negative stuff, 
then the couple are going to do everything they can to to avoid doing it. They're going to be busy. They, oh, I can't do it this week. But yeah, by starting with positives, that's going to give a positive frame to the whole thing. And it's also going to give a balance between, okay, so we've got this important thing to deal with, but let's just reflect for a minute. There's some good things we've achieved. And another thing I, I suggest to help people have a positive frame is to every night before they go to sleep, just share with each other three good things which have happened that day. They can be small things, they can be individual things, but just before you go to sleep, uh, just, you know, three good things I noticed today were, and is a great way of getting the subconscious into a positive frame before you go to sleep. And it's a good way of, you know, saying good night and uh, quieting any negativity that might have been floating around during the evening. If someone is listening and they're hearing these six elements and they feel a bit overwhelmed as to where to start, is there a particular one that you suggest starting with if we're trying to improve the relationship? Well, what I suggest to couples is, first of all, to calibrate where they are. So on each of those elements, to score, score it out of 10, where 10 is wonderful and one is not good. If they can calibrate it out of 10, that's going to show where they feel the biggest problems are. If their partner can also score it out of 10, that's an easier way into having a conversation that, you know, we are aligned in terms of our scores on these areas. We're different on these areas, but let's have a conversation about what communication means to you and why your score is different to mine. That is a great tool and probably a good place, even if someone has an idea of where they want to start, mm -hmm. to, to run through that exercise with their partner. Yeah. I mean, my, my experience with all the couples I've worked with is communication is the place that the relationship has often um, gone off track with because they're not talking about the important stuff. They're complaining to each other about what, what really fundamentally is not important. And they're unable to express their feelings. But, you know, the other elements are equally important. Yeah. And starting with communication, it's like, obviously, we can't talk about the other elements if we're not talking on the same page or clearly or with the same understanding, then yeah. it's going to be hard to address everything else or just going through that calibration. And if your communication is like bad, you know, it's like, I think we're a four and you're terrible and this and that, and that's just not going to set you up for success. So like how we're communicating just around getting started with this process is super important. It is. And being able to talk openly and know that you're going to be listened to by your partner is really important. Yeah. Many, many couples I work with, you know, find it actually really liberating to express how they feel about something. Because that's something they haven't been able to do. They just got into this vicious downward spiral of complaints. I would like to talk a little bit about the growth element in that what happens if a couple has a different view on how they want to grow as a person or within the relationship? And maybe it's evolved over 
a long, like maybe somebody has been together for 10 years and they've just grown apart possibly, or just grown in different directions. And they, they're seen a little bit differently on what they feel is the most important way to grow within the relationship. How could a couple come together and discuss that and hopefully move forward positively together? But before we continue on, we want to tell you about today's sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. After the year we had in 2020 and coming into 2021, it's definitely okay to talk about our mental health and happiness. Mm -hmm. It's one of the benefits, I think, of this whole time is that that's become a lot more of a focus. Yeah, of the Mm -hmm. conversation. And we're not meant to keep everything inside and therapy helps. And we've talked about therapy on the show, but you still might be asking, what is it exactly? Well, it's really whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're struggling in your relationship or maybe you're super happy, but want to be proactive in your relationship and understand some tools that you might need in the future. Or maybe you just feel overwhelmed with life and need someone to talk to. Whatever you need, don't be ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better today because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So if you don't want to see anyone on camera, you don't have to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really all about. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash I do. That's betterhelp.com slash I do. Today's episode is also brought to you by Best Fiends. Life throws annoying challenges that trigger us all the time. I constantly joke on the show how annoying it is when Chase eats all my milk chocolate before even touching the dark chocolate he asked me to buy for him. Or when you're watching a movie on Netflix and it stops to load every two seconds. Whatever it is that makes you feel triggered or tense, if you're looking for a way to blow off steam and unwind, I highly recommend downloading my new favorite game, Best Fiends. Best Fiends is the top-rated and possibly the best mobile puzzle adventure game. Best Fiends gives you hours of fun, casual gameplay that never gets old, with thousands of levels plus new content and events added all the time. In the past, when I needed a minute to chill and unwind, I would jump on social media But since I'm trying to spend less time mindlessly scrolling on all the social media apps, I found Best Fiends allows me to unwind while actually having a little fun. I really like how the game is challenging, but not hard, so it keeps me playing. I actually find it really hard to put down now. I'm constantly telling myself, just one more level, but now that I'm on level like 60, I'm slightly obsessed with winning each level. The design of the game is so engaging and I love all the cute little characters. You guys really have to check it out just so you understand what I'm saying. And the best part is there is over 3,000 levels and counting, so you'll never run out of fun. So download Best Fiends today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. 
Today's episode is also sponsored by Ana Luisa. Ana Luisa creates beautiful, sustainably made jewelry starting at only $39. And they're offering our listeners 10% off your entire purchase. What I love about buying Ana Luisa's jewelry is that they offset their carbon emissions, starting with the sourcing of their raw materials all the way to the disposal of their pieces. So not only do I not feel guilty for purchasing Ana Luisa jewelry, but I actually feel like I'm kind of giving back a little bit (laughs) to the environment. They also only produce limited batches, which ensures the highest production standards while eliminating excessive waste. The quality is exceptional and really allows for long-lasting pieces crafted from care from the best noble metals. They also offer a 365-day warranty to replace or refund any pieces that don't meet your expectations. I am a huge fan of simple, elegant jewelry, so I'm completely in love with all the pieces that I got from them. My favorite piece is the mama necklace. It literally says mama on it. And so I'm very proud to wear it. And Stella always asks what it says and what it means. So I love telling her that I'm proud to be her mama all the time. It's super simple, light, hypoallergenic, and looks great with almost everything I wear. So go to analuisa.com slash I do. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com slash I do to treat yourself or your loved ones to a unique gift and use our code I do to get 10% off. I absolutely recommend them. They are a great brand making beautiful, sustainable jewelry. So go check them out at A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com slash I do and make sure to use the code I do to get 10% off your entire purchase. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit, it is a big issue because it's something individuals rarely do. They rarely think about the future they want. They rarely think about how they're going to get to that future if they do have an idea of what it is. And couples rarely talk about their own dreams of the future. So a way, an easy way I I suggest is to get a couple with a big sheet of paper, ideally A3 or even bigger than that, with some colored pens, and for each of them to draw two pictures, one representing life as it is right now, and the second representing life as they would like it to be in the future. And then having drawn those pictures to explain them to their partner. This is where I am now. These are the significant things in that. This is where I'd like to be in the future. And this is what I'd need to do to get there. And if they are, if their pictures of the ideal future are very different, then that shows they are growing in different directions. And that may mean the relationship is on a rocky foundation. Because people grow at different rates and in different directions. Wow, that's a really great example. We've never heard that exercise before, and I think it's super valuable, and it's something I want to do right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's can be very powerful. It can express things much more uh, than words can do. And it's a great way to communicate at a much more in-depth level than surface 
day-to-day things. It's like, yeah, you don't want to do this on your second date, but (laughs) early in in the relationship, it could be a super valuable thing. Like, okay, things are getting more serious or maybe we're going to move in together. Like kind of one of those jumps uh, early on and then go to do this exercise and make sure you're on the same page. And because maybe you're not, and then you can negotiate or communicate around that. It doesn't mean the relationship has to end, but, or, or maybe it does. Maybe it's like, Oh wow. You want kids. I don't want kids. You drew a family of five. It's like, I don't even want kids. And that's something people don't talk about. Yeah, no, absolutely. Chase. That's very true. And Maybe not a second date, but fairly early on is a great way of connecting with each other and understanding each other. Are there any other areas, we, we focus a bit on communication here as a foundation. Are there any other areas, and they're all important, but that you see providing a little bit more trouble with people that are trying to work on a specific element? Yeah, we talked about communication. Um Connection is is important because that is an area where people can drift apart. And within connection, there is sex, and that has differing levels of importance to various people. But it's an area where I am absolutely shocked that couples rarely talk about it. They make assumptions that they can read the other person's mind or they make assumptions the other person wants what they want. But if they can actually talk about, actually, um, this is what sex means to me, this is what making love means to me, this is what gives me satisfaction, what can I do to give you satisfaction? And those very simple conversations can unlock a, a huge amount of avoiding what for many people becomes something which they're just not able to talk about and it becomes a lot of buried resentment. Let's talk a little bit about fun. If you okay. ask someone and they, <laughs> they say, you know, when was the last time you had fun together? And they look at their feet. How would you encourage them to start trying to have fun again? To come up with, well, first of all, to go back in time and, and try and remember when they did last have fun together, what what that was like at a really visceral level. Um, what what was it about that occasion which made it fun for them? And then maybe just to draw up a list of this is what I'd like to be doing in the next few days, weeks, months to have fun. You know, the, these are the top 10 things I'd like to be doing. What about your top 10 things? Are those compatible? And then you know, once we're agreed, okay, we're going to do this Next week, this week after, let's yeah t- take those barriers down and start to be silly, be childish, have fun. I really quickly wanted to go back to connection really quick because something popped into my head and that's passion and how in the beginning of the relationship and in the fun- the honeymoon stage, how important passion is in the relationship and then mm. how it can quickly fizzle you know, over the years and the importance of cultivating that. And then also maybe the under like understanding that maybe the passion does fade a little bit over the years, but like, you know, how to not give yourself such a hard time, I guess, if, if that does happen and then what you can do as a couple to maybe continue to cultivate that. 
I think the starting point is to have conversations about passion, what what you like, what you'd like the other person to do, and to try and be open about it. Um, and to try and ensure that what you're doing meets your needs, meets your partner's needs, and the two are compatible. And in terms of keeping it fresh, um, couples often get stuck into the rut of doing the same thing, Saturday morning at nine o'clock. Um, and that gets boring for both. So having those conversations and seeking ways of exploring what could freshen up, what could make a difference. And it doesn't have to be wild, crazy sex. It's about connection. It's about fun. It's about doing things which are going to make you feel alive and make your partner feel alive and loved. Well, Neil, we really love how you outline these six elements because it's just a great way to check in with your partner, whether you're in the honeymoon stage right now or you want to get back towards those good feelings and shore up your relationship. So thinking about each of these individually and then you know, maybe starting with that calibration of each element with your partner, communicating well around that and then taking action. Um, are there any things that we skipped over or m maybe you want to emphasize in relation to these six elements and how people can implement them into their lives? No, I think we've given a good overview of each of the six elements. As you say, to, to check in, calibrate them on a regular basis is important. It's also important that you each understand what each of those elements means to you and means to your partner to make sure you're both talking the same language. But it's a great framework to yeah check how things are going on a regular basis, to check that yeah your oil temperature is fine and your water temperature is fine. It's, it's like having uh, dials on the dashboard saying, this is an area we need to start working on. This is an area which everything's running fine. Because unless we do that, um, we're not really going to know what's going going on or what's going wrong until it starts to get difficult. Earlier, you mentioned that within the relationship, there's those three components, the you, the me, and the us. And before we wrap up, can you talk a little bit about that and the importance of understanding that within a relationship? Yeah. I mean, ma many couples who fall in love assume that you are going to become identical. You're going to want exactly the same things. You're going to be able to read each other's minds and life is just going to be the two of you locked together. And in the honeymoon phase, that's quite normal, but that creates a dependency as time goes on, which becomes unhealthy. And a partner may become resentful that their partner is doing stuff to develop themselves physically, emotionally, psychologically, and it's important that they realize they're going to need to invest in themselves to um, ensure they have firm foundations and that their part in the relationship is growing as well. So a couple needs to look at themselves, say, this is what I need to do to develop myself as a human being, to look at their partner and say, okay, that's what you need to do to develop yourselves. Is that compatible with what I want? Is that compatible with our relationship? And if it is, that's great. And then given those 
Two, how's our relationship going to grow? How's the us of us going to grow? And that's about making sure it's growing, that you're both committed to it, and that you're both communicating and connection and having fun and growth and trust as well. So it's about looking at it from different perspectives. And what, yeah, what surprises me is in a relationship, there is no reality. There's only perception. And couples often have very different perceptions of exactly the same situation. But their perception are equally right, but often very different. And they need to understand that. Thank you so much for sharing these elements and how we can implement them in our lives. It's been super valuable. We haven't had it broken down like this. So this is new and uh, exciting way to think about things. So before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners where they can find you online and then we'll say goodbye? Yeah, no, my pleasure. It's been great talking to you, Chase and Sarah. So my website, relationshipparadigm.com. Um, is where they can find me and some of the ideas. My first book, Reset, um, is available on Amazon, and that was published last year, uh, and that's got details of the relationship paradigm in it. My second book is going to be published next next month or so. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, when I wrote the book, I decided I'd set myself a big mission, and my mission is to impact and improve 10 million relationships around the world in this decade because my own experiences in relationships, I, I know just how painful it is to be in a bad relationship and how wonderful it is to be in a good relationship. And I believe that one of the greatest gifts in life is a loving and fulfilling relationship with another person. So I want to help make the world a slightly better place by helping as many people as I can to have better relationships. Well, that's great to hear. And I know that the information you provided today is definitely going to help at least 30,000 people. <laughs> so, yeah, and over time, yeah. a few hundred thousand. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Over time, even more. So we hopefully we can add to help for you to reach that number. That'll be brilliant. That'll be absolutely brilliant. I've, I've got to two and a half million so far. Wow. So uh, a way to go, but... Uh, that's great. Well, we'll link to your books in the show notes as well as your website. And again, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. No, thanks for your time. I've uh, enjoyed the uh, opportunity. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show, guys. As always, the links will be in the podcast description as well as on the show notes on our website at idopodcast.com. And while you're on our website, we hope you guys check out our free 14-day happy couple challenge. Uh, it's a challenge where we send you a daily email for 14 days with easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And it's honestly just a whole lot of fun to do with your partner. It's something new and we think you guys will really enjoy it. So check it out. And while you're on the website, there are tons of free resources as well as more information about our online course, Spark My Relationship, where our listeners can get $100 off. So check that out. You can go directly to the course website at sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock. And that's where you can get the $100 off. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next week.
You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our Sex Podcast Collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.